Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Coach Dyson podcast, where we talk all things sports and mostly basketball. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about assistant coaches, and uh, I have one of my assistant coaches here with me. She's special to me because she's been there from the beginning. Um, She's been there with me for the past six seasons, and uh, it is my wife. Um, She has been a mentor to many of the girls that we have coached over the last six years. Um, She has introduced uh, Wim Hof breathing, and we might talk about that a little later. Um, But she's really been an inspiration to me, and she's kind of the backbone behind everything we do uh, at Anchorage Christian Schools in the Lions program. So without further ado, let's get started. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Sarah, so I'm going to be kind of asking some questions here. Uh, I am involved in the basketball program, uh, less now than I was in the beginning because I have small children now, Um, but I really enjoy it so much. Um, So I am going to I'm going to get started and ask some questions. So, honey, um, how many assistant coaches do you have? Well, they say it takes, uh, you know, a a lot of people to raise kids. And uh, we believe the same is true in coaching. Um, I have a whole bunch of coaches there. We have six, six assistant coaches this year. And we've kind of accumulated coaches over the year. We started uh, year one. Uh, I was kind of the Lone Ranger. It was it was me and my wife, um, and we learned quickly that we would need some help if we were going to do things well and do them the right way. Um, and so um, year two, we kind of got a couple more, and now here we are in year six. Um, the coaches come from all different areas and all different walks of life. Um, we have Steve Reimers. He's one of my top assistants. He's He's been with us uh this is his fifth year coaching um so he's kind of been there from the beginning he started with me my second year and um he has uh he had a daughter in the program at the beginning she has since graduated um but he played for concordia so he brought a lot of basketball knowledge with him and steve just has a really good in-game assessment so when things are happening he sees the court well um, and he a lot of times gives really good at, uh, pointers at halftime. Um, so he brings a lot to the table there. Uh, the next assistant coach is Coach uh, Chelsea Dyson. She's my sister. Um, she played uh, basketball uh, in college at uh, Clark College. It's a community college in Washington. Um, she does our substitutions um and and i really like her because she just she knows me and we see eye to eye so usually if something happens on the floor and um if i would sub someone so would she and she's already got a sub running up to the table and so um i really appreciate her and what she brings to the program uh bill sorrels is our third assistant coach he does scouting um he looks at other players' tendencies on the other teams, and he always says there's an Excel sheet for everything. So he's constantly pulling out Excel sheets of what people are good at and what they're bad at, um, and he helps us to be prepared when we're getting ready to go up against another team. Um, Chris Way Thomas, he's a scientist here in Anchorage, Alaska. 
Um, he loves graphs, and uh, he is our stats guy. Um, he's a scientist, and so he creates us heat maps that show us our players and where they're really good at the floor and, uh, and where they're not so good on the floor from because the stats never lie. So um, then we have uh, Precious, uh, Precious Alex, and she's, uh, she played college ball at the Division One level. Um, so she brings a lot to the table there. She gets to play against our kids and then just give them another um, set of eyes from what college basketball looks like. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of assistance. We it's so funny when um when they're calling out the the names of everybody at the beginning of the game and, and they, they ramble through and Steve Reimers and Chelsea Dyson and Bill Sorrells with Chris Wake Thomas and they, they kinda of stumble over all the names, but we have a lot of assistance. Um so a couple of those the the our assistants are parents, do you feel like um being a sport parent uh, affects their ability to be a good um assistant coach and to be objective? You know, sometimes it definitely feels that way. Um, there's always a fine line between understanding what's best for the team at the time and what's best for their individual daughters because several of the coaches have had players that have come through the program. Um, and so there's definitely cheering for their kids. And, you know, I have a two-year-old girl, so I'm sure that eventually I'll have to deal with this but I'm able to watch them and see how they're differentiating. Um, I'm a dad now and I'm a coach now and how they interact with their daughters. Um, But for the most part, I have some great assistants that allow me to coach their daughters really tough. Um, Okay, so if you were to pick one thing, what would you say makes a great assistant coach? I would say loyalty, loyalty to the program and loyalty to the head coach. Um, That's probably the biggest thing for someone coming in um, is just understanding that whatever the coach says, that they just can't undermine it. They've got to sell the same vision. They've got to, um, to treat the girls the same way that we're treating them. There can't be anyone undermining anyone's authority. Um, and really everyone's just got to be selling and the same vision and everyone's got to be on the same page. I love that. Um, so, uh, can you tell me about a time, uh, where you've been unable to have a hard conversation with one of the players and an assistant coach, uh, has stepped in, whether it's personal or game related or both? Yeah. So, um, I guess for me, I, I coach girls high school basketball, and so there are lots of times where it's tough for me to have conversations. Um, not that I don't want to have them, but it's just uh, whether it would be inappropriate or whether it's just uh, not something that a male coach should be talking about with uh, female players. Um, we have several females on on the coaching staff, and so... Um, if it's an issue like that, then they would step in and have that conversation or sometimes, um, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not much of an emotional person. Um, and so when, when girls are crying, um, that's sometimes tough to deal with. And so some, I look at my sister and I'm like, Chelsea, 
well, we need your help. Like you're, you're going to have to go talk to them right now. So, um, but they're, they're good about stepping in and helping out. She's really great at that. Um, I love too that, that those women know the game more than I do. I, I know about breathing and stuff, but I've never, I've never actually played basketball, but, um, when a girl is having a hard time and those coaches are able to talk to them, I love that. Um, so tell me, has there been a time where an assistant has undermined your authority in front of the players? Um, and how that went? Yeah. So, um, we have had a couple instances like that, um, never in a game that I can think of, but there have been some practices where um, we're all talking a different language is the way I, I like to word it, where I would say one thing and then um, whether the coach would hear it and say something completely different or not hear it, and uh, which is what I always just assume is that they didn't hear me if they're saying something different, but it's it's a seemingly like they're undermining my authority and the girls will say, hey, who am I listening to? And the answer is always, you're going to listen to the head coach. Um, but we, if the questions don't come up, I wait until after practice and address them directly with the coaches. Um, and it's not like a you're in trouble conversation. It's more like, hey, uh, in practice, this happened earlier. Um, are we all on the same page? And normally the assistant coaches know like that means, hey, let's let's all get on the same page. We need to speak the same language. We don't want uh, confusion in the team. Um, that makes for tough practices and tough games. But typically we handle those conversations after practice so that it's not handled uh, in front of the kids. I was always taught growing up, my parents... And whether this is right or wrong for parenting, they're like, hey, we don't fight in front of the kids. We want to make sure we're not arguing in front of the kids. And so that's something I brought into coaching is as a coaching staff, we have to have a unified front. And so that all the kids know and all the players know that we're all together on the issues. Yeah, for sure. Um, so with some of those instances have you ever had to tell an assistant coach that it was time to move on from assisting i would guess maybe from your list maybe you haven't but just no i i haven't yet um there's definitely highs and lows in coaching and so every now and then um your interactions feel like they're a little off and there's some confusion of man does this person really want to be here um, but we've had a lot of great assistance. Um, some coaches have just decided that they didn't want to coach anymore, um, with some family issues and things like that. But, uh, we haven't, we haven't had to ask any coaches to, to not be a part of the program anymore. Yeah. It all kind of happened organically. Um, so I want to transition a little bit to you as a coach. Um, have you ever been an assistant coach? I have never been an assistant coach. Um, I'm in a kind of a unique position where I graduated from Anchorage Christian Schools in 2008. Um, I joined the military in April of 2008, graduated in May, I went to basic training and all that. I did, um, I've served 12 years in the Alaska Air National Guard. Um, and during that time when I was doing one week in a month, 
um, back in 2015-16 season, um, the school had approached me because I was working full-time, um, and they were just like, hey, would you ever consider coaching basketball? And I had told them, man, I would love to coach basketball, but I just got married in January, and there's no way I I think I could take on coaching being in my first year of marriage. Like, if it's I'm open... I'm grateful you said no. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if we wait a year, I'll consider it, but for right now, there's no way. And so um, some friends of mine coached that year uh, and they had asked me they were also getting married and they had asked me to step in and coach for two weeks um, while they were gone on their honeymoon Um, and I was like yeah I'll, I'll do two weeks but I definitely can't do the season so I coached for two weeks and I really just fell in love with basketball um, all over again I've loved it growing up I played it um, but just the coaching side those two weeks really showed me like I want to be coaching and so I'd been thinking about it and they they got back they took over they did a great job that year Um, but I had told the athletic director that if they decided they didn't want to coach anymore I would definitely want the job if it was open for me Um, so the job came open at the end of the year me and several others applied uh, and I was selected as the head coach um and so this is, I'm headed in to the end of year six right now where we have the region championship game tomorrow night. Uh, and then we will head to state in March, March 24th through the 27th. And how many times have you been to the state championship in your six years? We have been um, every year except the first one. So it's a rough first year. <laughs> yeah, we had a, a rough first year, uh, but we fixed things, and a lot of a lot of great talent have come through the school, uh, and with the help of the coaches and things like that, we've been a pretty successful program. I agree. Um, so real quick, we only have a few more minutes, but I just want you to share with us um, before we before we take off. Uh, what do you feel like has been your biggest challenge as a coach? Um, and your biggest win as a coach? So biggest challenge as a coach, um, and I relate everything to parenting because I tell all of these girls um, that I want to treat them like we're going to treat our kids. And I try to look at them and tell them the truth like I'm going to tell my daughter the truth when they're growing up. Um, And so I think the biggest challenge is knowing which battles to pick when it comes to coaching. So um, these kids come from all different walks of life. Um, And so you have to have your non-negotiables, like these are the things that we're going to live and die by. Uh, And then there's some other things that are like, man, I'm not picking that battle to fight. And so I think the biggest challenge is working with so many different personalities um, and trying to mesh. Yeah, and come (laughs) together as one team. Um, But... It's been That's good. That's a challenge. Yeah. Okay, biggest win. My biggest win, um, and I kind of wrote about this uh, in an essay I had for another class, but my biggest win as a coach is watching uh, one of the players. The first year I coached, the girl's name was Amir Williams. Um, she graduated from our school. She went to Kansas State. She um, 
was there four years. She got her degree in early childhood education, and now she's back working at the school that she graduated from, and she teaches the fifth uh, fifth grade there. And just watching her uh, give back and just be an inspiration to the next generation and really seeing the the fruits of your labor go in full circle and see that like life is about so much more than basketball and just to watch a girl go off to college and come back and be successful has been uh, an amazing experience I love that we spend so much time uh ball is life everything is basketball but really um it's about something bigger so thank you for your time and uh here we go all right that's all the time we have today thank you for joining us on the coach dyson podcast we look forward to seeing you again on the next episode stay tuned this is a test for a podcast that i'm gonna make a lot of money with in the future